0: well hi and welcome to mad beef again this is mikey lynch with the australian rollerblading podcast and today i wanted to just chat a little bit about skate part etiquette with you um, I reckon there are probably a lot of listeners out there who know everything about the ins and outs of skate parks and skate park etiquette and exactly what you're meant to do and how you're meant to do it. And So my, my experience is pretty small. I don't think I've ever skated, apart from the Nunna Wadding Skate Ranch with its rink and its half pipe um, back in the 1990s in Melbourne. I don't think I've ever skated a, um, uh, you know, like a big kind of thing like the shed in Victoria or anything like that, and so I don't know what the larger rules are with those larger parks. But I've skated a lot of outdoor concrete parks and mini ramps and ramps and all that kind of stuff. And so even just thinking on that sort of point of view, um, it's part of our lifestyle is sharing with other people a public space where pe- multiple people with multiple approaches, skill levels, uh, implements—you know—skating, rolling, implements. Um, and social needs and expectations, we're all using the one space. And so, wow, I mean, what a, uh, a fishbowl environment for human nature and, and therefore what a great opportunity as well for etiquette and broader kind of relationships of, kind of love and respect and all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, um, the more people really work a skate park well, the better the session, the better the vibe. In the end, the better the place and the more likely you want to go back. Whereas if there are some regular people who routinely poison a place, then, you know, it gets to a point where you, you start feeling negative about the place as well, <laughs> you know. So, so I mean, this is really me talking from my experience and my observation, you know, some of it's kind of the shit list of things that annoy me, um, uh, as well as things I think to aspire to. All right, well, starting as as a dad with three kids, um, almost 12, almost 10, and almost seven, um, all of whom have learnt to rollerblade and sometimes scooter and stuff as well, um, it's really important for me to teach them skate park etiquette and it's i mean it's on all the signs right you go to skate parks and the signs that say wear safety gear and you know blah 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 um but parents man are the parents of little kids who treat skate park just like a playground where you turn up with your latte and you just let your kid run riot and don't do anything oh, man that is rude um uh, but it's also dangerous uh, <laughs> it's rude because you're not understanding that this is you you're bringing your kids to a space with a whole bunch of different people with different needs all using it together um you're not considering that i mean often this is accidental rudeness it's just clueless parents not even thinking um and so i try and gently speak to them and speak to their kids and slowly teach them in a kind you know just just simple ways but yeah it's rude because you're not thinking through hang on you know other people are using this with different ways and my kid is affecting them in significant ways and so i want to help my kid be aware of that kind of stuff i want to as a parent as well not um not sit on the grind ledge obstacles and use them as a bench (laughs) Um, not let kids dump bikes and scooters in the middle of the skate park and then run off and just play Um, uh, not let kids stop in the middle of the park um and you know scratch their bums or whatever um teach kids to look both ways to observe something of the flow of traffic and a sense of how things are working uh to just gauge what's going on like if you've suddenly got fast skillful fired up bmx guys then your kid needs to take the temperature of the park so you know it's rude but then that leads into also it's dangerous because um uh in the event of an accident who is going to do what like it's going to be the more skilled person and the older person who will put themselves in harm's way to avoid hurting a kid um and so it's not so much dangerous for the kid although it can be but it's dangerous for the older person who will actually bail and hurt themselves rather than hurt a kid and so by a parent getting their kids at a skate park and then not teaching their kid Skate park etiquette, they're putting the more experienced riders in harm's way, you know? So anyway, that's, that's a parenting thing there. Um, but, but skate park etiquette, what are some of the things? Well, obviously, um, uh, not, not sneaking in on someone already in the middle of a run. You've got to gauge the line someone's taking, guess where they might actually even come back through the park according to that line, and then not dive in, in the midst of all of that, with your trick. But actually wait your turn, wait for a genuine gap, bearing in mind, as I say, that people can come back. That's one. I mean, another variation of that kind of snaking thing, which is particularly the case, I reckon, with BMX kids, is um, is going against the flow across the whole park um, so that you're actually using up the park in some kind of diagonal motion, especially on a busy day. You just can't do that because you're suddenly you're unpredictable and you've choked up the whole park. I mean it gets worse then when you have kids playing skate, or the equivalent of skate, you know that kind of we each go after each other. Um, uh, when they do that, and especially when they do that on bikes, because bikes are so long, so big and so fast, that if the three or four kids are doing some game of, you know, follow the leader, skate, whatever they call it, basically they've choked up the entire park. Oh, I hate that. Um, uh, similarly be conscious of turn taking. You know, so um, if you've had a go in a half pipe, in a bowl, in a skate run, um, then you psychologically step to the back of the line. Uh, and if your group of mates have had a go, and so you've gone across the skate park one direction, there's a skate park in Hobart, this great skate park, Rosny, that's just been built recently by convict builders or whatever they're called. Um, and it's awesome, it's huge, but it's quite a um, tiered kind of like a plateau these steps with with on each step there's a a series of quarter pipes and obstacles but as a result one whole level can just be taken up with with some bikes and scooters going across and then stopping at one end and then going back and so they kind of choke it and they're not thinking hang on we three have now used the whole park and even though we're now at the other end we need to stop and now let others use the park in a different way before we then go back and do our same thing in the other direction so that, that kind of stuff, turn-taking, be conscious of turn-taking. Uh, with larger bowls as well, if you're kind of going down the waterfall and up the vert end and then back into the shallow end, be conscious of others who may well be entering at other points. Do you know what I mean? Like like a little kid who wants to just use the shallow end of the bowl as a mini-ramp or someone who wants to use the deep end of the bowl as a vert ramp. I, I don't know whether that's good skate etiquette, but it seems to me that at least when things are light, uh, it's wise to be sensitive to people who may be crossing across the bowl in a perpendicular way, and do a bit of turn taking, alternating those drop in points. Um, Of course when things get super busy, I think it's fair to say you just need to go with the majority, and so if the majority are going uh, across from vert wall to vert wall, the deep end of a bowl, that's what you do, and just deal with it, and you may not want to do that, but that's what's happening right now, you know, or or vice versa, people are going lengthways down the the waterfall from the shell, is that what it's called? Uh, whatever it is, from the shallow end to the deep end of a bowl. If everyone's doing that, you just, even if you want to do something different, that's what we're doing at the moment. So I think that's a thing. Um, Alright, look, swearing, I mean, to be old man, grumpy old man, swearing if they're little kids, it's just stupid, so don't do that. Um, littering, I mean, often skate parks have heaps of bins, and yet you've got crap all over the ground, like um, uh, energy drink bottles, and Farmers Union chocolate milk bottles, and broken bits pieces of skate equipment and it's just everywhere and it's just it's skanky and it doesn't actually kind of preserve your long standing you know in in a community with all the grown-ups you know if you want a good rep then chuck your stuff in the bin um spitting or pouring stuff um onto the park in terms of like bits of chocolate milkshake and stuff please don't do that um uh I've already said the swearing one. Um, I mean, that's just a pain. I I love the look of a skate park covered in graffiti, but I get the fact that graffiti makes the surfaces slippery and and, and, and so it's not actually good for the skate park, so I'm in two minds on that. Aesthetically, I love an old, gritty, graffitied to death skate park, Uh, but I understand that that, that's not the best for the surfaces. I suppose a middle ground is where the non-skatable areas are graffitied. So maybe do that. Uh, uh, what else like that? Um, I mean, I love it when people bring music, so I reckon that's cool. So pumping out your stereo, that's, yes, please do that. Um, but then the other thing is encouragement. I reckon skate parks are such a great place to encourage each other, to greet each other, to smile at each other, to support each other, to cheer each other on, To no matter what it is, whether it's skating or scooter or BMX or rollerblading, or uh, you know, to cheer people on and celebrate and I think it's a bummer when people don't do that um, and I think it's a bummer when um, when you maybe even just try to be friendly and someone's so cool with their earbuds in and they're so no big deal that they can't even chat and stuff, like they pull a good trick, you cheer them on and then they go, oh yeah it's no big deal <laughs> Yeah, I don't even clap about that, it's no big deal I think that's just lame, I think it, let's create an environment where we, we are excited for each other and celebrate each other um, be careful with talking too much. I think the skate parking could be a little bit like fishing. You know, you don't want to, I don't want to go and sit on a jetty and go fishing and then have to chat with someone the whole time. I don't want to chat. I want to say hi and a bit of exchange, but I want to be able to sit in silence with another human being and catch fish. Yeah? Um, and I think in the same way, I don't want to necessarily have big long conversations and, and I definitely don't, at least personally, I, I really don't want to have lots of conversations. I mean, little kids do this, but older teenagers do this, too, where it's like, oh, can you do a backflip? Can you grind? What else can you do? Can you do this? Can you jump over that bit? I'm going here for a session to do what I want to do when I want to do it for myself. I I don't want to entertain you, you know? And and I don't want to have to constantly have this conversation on that level, you know, or hear about your cousin who has rollerblades or whatever. So, not talking too much and not turning others into performing monkeys giving them space to do their thing, maybe um, really apologetically say, hey, I'm really sorry about this, but that was amazing what you just did, my mate missed it, would you mind doing that again, I know that, uh, you know, you don't have to, that kind of thing, Um, and definitely ask really apologetically too, before you borrow someone else's thing, you know, again, I've seen people do this with scooters, with bikes, and with my own blades actually, where they go, oh, can I have a go on them, it's like, well... Maybe, and maybe I do want to share and care or encourage you to enjoy, you know, as I've said in another podcast, enjoy the sport. But but, but maybe I'm here and I've got a narrow bit of time and I want to ride my wheels, do my thing. I don't want to be sitting here in my socks watching you have a go and show off the things that you learned. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so so I guess there, there are those sorts of things. There's, there's there's, this great interaction that can happen, but there's, there's boundaries to it and 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 recognizing those and respecting those i think is really important um yeah and maybe just a final thing is especially when you're then filming or doing obstacles or you know dragging a rubbish bin to to launch over i guess again just be mindful of how that can clog up a park and and be respectful and conservative about that you know don't be trying to nail a kickflip you know over some sort of bank um, and have your tripod set up using half the park and, and perfectionistically work away at that for 15-20 minutes. You know, I feel like you, 10 minutes have a go, pack the thing up, you've had your go, and then you can come back again a bit later, do you know what I mean? Um, and similarly, like, you know, you, sometimes stuff can be choked up across the park and and there comes a point we have got to go, no, 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 pull it away for a while, pull up your pile of four skateboards that you're trying to air over um, for a while, so other people can never go, um, there we go, alright, that's the longest one yet, I really am a grumpy old man, um, but, uh, yeah, have a good day, I'm gonna go and have a coffee with my dog before I pick up the kids from school, catch you later.